Welcome to Tell You Later, the show where you learn so little about so much and vice versa. Sincere thanks to all those who support us on Patreon. See the full list at the end of the show. And don't forget to like and subscribe to their channel. We haven't got a title song for this show, so we're singing this thing instead. Okay. It's really just a substitute. Nonetheless, the melody may stay in your head. Oh, I hope so. Because it's a tune. It's a tune. You'll love to croon. You'll love to croon. Ah, but there's one thing you should know. We have to confess we do not possess a title song for this show. Ain't it peculiar? Believe it or not. We haven't got a title song for this show. Oops. <laughs> and I want you to cover your hands with man's gloves, put on man's jeans, a man's shirt. Of course, I had to button it all the way up. Put on a cowboy hat, and she goes, and shove your hair up under that hat, and you go into your audition and be a man. Why? Wow. Why? You're wondering why? Yeah. Well, <laughs> because I was auditioning for a lawnmower. I, I should a I lawnmower? You know the story. I don't, maybe I don't want to bore you guys. You were auditioning to be a lawnmower? No, to ride a lawnmower. A ride a lawnmower. That's different. Yes, this is a ride along lawnmower. <laughs> Could you do that sound? That's it. You sit on it and you ride it around and you cut grass. And this was a big deal back then. Sure, it, I think it still is. People still cut grass, from what I understand. <laughs> well, she the, the part was you put on you put on a, a hat and and you're riding around on this lawnmower and you're cutting grass and it's a hot day and then they're thinking, wow, that man's doing a good job on the grass. Look at him mow that grass. And at the end of the commercial, the girl's supposed to take off her hat. Yep. And the hair tumbles out and she says. <laughs> I'm a girl. And I can cut grass. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a man. Girls cut grass. Girls cut grass, too. You could have got the part. My there. sister cut her finger in a lawnmower. She, oh, gosh. Yeah, she really did. And that's how I got my nephew. But I can't explain it to you all right now. I'll have to tell you that story later. later. <laughs> Please ask her later. In the comments, <laughs> write that down. Say, tell us about when your sister cut her finger that's in a lawnmower. That's how I got my nephew. Yeah. But anyway, I'll tell you the details. But yeah, she did. Okay, rule number two. Don't ever stick your hand into a running lawnmower. If That's something's a good rule. stuck in it, do not do that. That's a very, very bad decision on my sister's part. I'm who normally is a very bright person. Does she have fingers now? She has. She They sewed it back on, but it doesn't look as good as it did when it started. Oh. <laughs> That's terrible. I know. Does she know you're telling the story no. Oh, I just thought about it now because you said lawnmower. And, oh. Okay, so you, I, we know you didn't get that part. Well, th th okay, just to say, I, I went into the audition dressed like a man. I kept my head down until they talked to me. All the casting people were there sitting at a table, and they said, Hi, Chris. Um, and I picked my head up, and I, they went, huh? Uh, they realized I was not a man, and I took off my hat just like the commercial. 
because I thought that's what my agent was trying to get me to get ahead of everybody else. Do just like the commercial, take your hat off and do the hair tumble out and surprise them all at the casting table. And so I did, and it was a hot, sunny day. And for some reason, hair gets kind of stuck up in a hat on a hot day. And so when I went to take off my hat and do, I'm a girl, my hair didn't come out of the hat. It just stayed on like a point on my oh. head. <laughs> It just stayed like the hat. This big old ball but, on my but, head. Wait, but there's a good ending to this story. They cast you in something else. Yes, after they looked at me with pathetic eyes and poor things, she tried so hard and go, well, we're not going to cast you for this part, but we got another one for and you. And what was it? It was for a bank commercial. I played a bank teller who is really kind of goofy. That's perfect <laughs> for you. It was, because I couldn't count money. <laughs> I can say, sir, do you want a 20? <laughs> it's with a 2 and a O on it. It was really bad. But well, it, that's great. So that that started you off. You just so yeah. When you're 18, you started doing 18, commercials. Did commercials for and, a long time. And then did you do voiceovers down there, too? Um, I think it wasn't until I had been doing commercials and like parts on TV, TV stuff. Really? Yeah. And yeah. From San Diego? Yeah. I was on Eight is Enough. No way. Like, yeah. It was a couple of shows. But then it's like I was working really. What did really... you play on Eight is Enough? Oh. <laughs> well, I played a girl on the beach with my boyfriend. It was a big role. <laughs> was In it? In a bikini. <laughs> Woo! Oh, Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. It'll sound like I'm trying to talk about myself. But if you really want to hear about it. Yeah, <laughs> we do. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <clears throat> uh, you know, I worked on a cartoon show, Dungeons and Dragons, oh. with um, Will, Willie Ames. And yeah, they were on Eight is Enough. Right? Yeah, they, yeah. They, that was a really and a really they worked on Dungeons and Dragons. Really? So, yeah, we worked on I, that show for I don't you know, guys don't five let me years interview or her. something. I should interview her. And so Willie. Willie Ames, as you know, yeah, because you, I guess, did you meet him? Yeah, okay, yeah. nice guy, and um, I, I, I remember praying for him. Wow, and 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 you know, he became Bible man. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right, he did. Yes. Willie Ames was Bible man, and I saw him a few years ago down at Pensacon. We did a Dungeons and Dragons. Panel. Did well, you Donnie see Most. Yeah, it was so wonderful <clears throat> to see him and talk to him. I hadn't seen him in forever. He lives in Canada. He writes Hallmark movies, and now I think he's sponsoring a a boat racing team, some sort of sport team. But uh, super super nice guy. And Donnie Most, who was on Happy Days, also was on Dungeons and Dragons, and he was supposed to come, but then he ended up doing a place. So it was just oh me and goodness. Willie. We were the panel. Me and Willie and Adam, they couldn't get a hold of him. But one time when I was at, we were at Focus uh, in Colorado Springs at the airport, I saw Adam Rich because he had been r racing motorcycles up on Pikes Peak. Sheesh, you've seen everybody. Yeah, it was kind of fun. So, so you were bikini. Were you in movies too? <clears throat> You guys are going to get just, you're going to turn the channel. I'm telling you. Don't, you know, that's <clears throat> rule number one. Don't tell people to turn the channel. Don't turn the channel. God. But 
I would say this, doing all these commercials and parts and stuff, voiceover just seemed to be the, the, the lane I got in and didn't want to get back out because it freed me to be anything. I was doing a lot of um, the really pretty Dumb blondes. Yes, and, you know, they were, I would go to auditions and you'd see all these really pretty women, like, sitting with their hair. Their, this is the 80s, so you can see these hair, big hairs. Farrah Fawcett hair. Yes, and they had these glossy lips and everything and it's like you know and i would just i would be like lucy i just wouldn't fit into this i, I couldn't be i i could try to c compete in that but i it wasn't me i could it made me laugh to try to act that way so it was like i remember like i i was homecoming queen at my high school <clears throat> did you have a gun no oh. but i did i couldn't stand the queen image. has a gun <laughs> everybody run Homecoming Queen. I, you know, that's the one thing I'm. I'm really worried. What I was worried about doing this show without Will is I'm gonna sing something oh. and he won't stop me, and we're gonna get you know sued or something. Anyway, okay. I was so Homecoming Queen. Yes, I brought that up because the whole image of being prettier, better than anybody bothered me because that's not how I feel. More of the show is coming up in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. And now back to the show about life beauty is really much more than just the surface stuff and you agree with that i know i do so what i do is i black out i didn't out. even try <laughs> <laughs> she's a natural beauty <laughs> and her husband thinks so. <sighs> okay crew one so he's smiling you but guys yes see. no he's, he's doing this chris has the most wonderful heart generous heart and you guys know who follow her smell this doesn't smell like mm, anything. It smells like plastic. Okay. Uh, so anyway, you 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 thought voiceover was way more yeah. fun. Yeah, and that, the it's more I, real too. I blacked out my teeth because I just didn't want the image of I'm you, waving and beautiful. You blacked out your teeth in the homecoming parade. I got in trouble. <laughs> they said, Chris, you're not taking it very serious. <laughs> They voted for you, and you are really disappointing well, us. Well, there is this part where you get on like, um, like convertibles, and you ride around I the football field. I want to see a picture of that. Do you have a picture? Oh no! If you find one, I'm going to put it in this episode of Crew of One. Put it in because that would be pretty no. awesome. Well, they make you ride around the field at the halftime in homecoming court, and you sit on the back of a convertible with a homecoming key. Homecoming queen, and I, I had on this crown and this beautiful gown. I bet my, you were gorgeous. Oh, oh, my girlfriend made this royal blue dress for me. It was the dress was gorgeous, and right as it came time for me to pass the whole crowd, I bet <laughs> they took a pencil and they blacked out. I hold my teeth, and so I was looking at him, and I could see the, the homecoming king going. You're not going to do that, are you? And so as the car pans around and we're waving and waving and waving, I just went like went. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody goes. <gasps> there is so much. 
much work. <laughs> okay. So you went from San Diego. Somehow you ended up in L.A. Because I, I your career LA. was blossoming. My agent says, don't go to L.A. Stay here and don't, don't go to L.A. It's a big city. It's going to gobble you up. And, of course, you didn't listen. I didn't listen. Went with my girlfriend. We moved. And there, believe it or not, I met my husband. You gotta move sometimes. Gotta move. And a good thing I did move because there he was. He was singing in a club, playing acoustic guitar, singing his original songs. And he kind of sounded like a James Taylor, kind of a James Taylor, um, country James Taylor. And when I heard him sing, I went, oh. <laughs> oh, see, I never heard this part before. Okay. Well, I had to take a little side job when I moved to L.A. And I had to take on something that could make some money because I had clients in San Diego, but not in L.A. So I thought, everybody acting-wise, they're a waitress. They could waitress tables and waitress things. And I didn't know how to waitress very well. I didn't know how to waitress at all. As a matter of fact, I didn't know what... Well, I didn't know anything. And so I took a little waitress job. <clears throat> and um, there in the club, he was singing up on stage. And it was my first waitress job. And I'm trying to carry a tray, which was dangerous as it was. And he was singing on stage. And I was making a mess of the orders. I couldn't get anything right. So I decided I'm going to do voices. And Which, gonna... of course, always helps to... <laughs> if you screw up an order, right? <laughs> I had to get tips some way, so I was doing voices for, for the audience while I was trying to... They go, gosh, she's really good with the voices. And But I, I didn't I... order this. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't notice. And I think I lost money. I was giving back more money than I was making. I was terrible. and So I'm trying not to inflate, you know, doing, hi, honey, what do you have to drink? And blah, blah, blah. And Jerry is up, Jerry, my husband, is up on stage. And he's singing this ballad, this deep song with his rich voice. And He has he, a beautiful voice. I'm going to tell him she said that because that's really nice. Tell him to watch the show. <clears throat> that's what I should do. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, he was singing. And um, he, he, people were so into him. They were like... Oh my gosh, everything he was saying, you know, these groupies of women going, if you only marry me, and you know, I'm, I'm with my waitress tray going, hi, well, 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 and I'm getting louder and louder trying to make a living and trying to entertain and trying to make tips, and it was going, he could hear all this happening in the back of the room. You were kind of upstaging him, as they say, perhaps. A little, yeah. and he says, over the microphone, he says, who is making all the noise in the back of the room? <laughs> and I went, me, I'm trying to make a living too back here. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience went, ooh, this is bad. Is this a setup? <laughs> is she a plan? <laughs> and he goes, oh, really? Well, I have a microphone and I'm on stage and I'm trying to make a living too. And I went, La-dee-da! <laughs> Did you really? Oh, God. Because I secretly liked him. I thought, I'm going to get so that If someone says la-dee-da to you, it means they secretly <laughs> like you. <laughs> so he says, well, if you're so good, why don't you come up here and perform for everybody? And Chris said, all right, I will. <laughs> Make way. <laughs> Prince Ali, I can't Prince say that. Prince Ali, honey, is he? 
Here she goes. I can't believe I'm I keep thinking this. you're gonna knock this I water over. Will. I'm gonna move it. It scares me. Okay. So just to, because the story gets too long, I'll just sum it up. I went up on stage, set down my Chris tray. can make any one minute story last for four hours. Because <laughs> like, I'm so enthralled with my story. Yes, well you're good at it. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay. I set down my stage. I mean my my betray. And I went. All right, bigger entertainer. Clear. Clear away from the mic, because he was sitting in front of the mic. I just went like this. He goes, who is this? Who is this waitress that's going to come up here and entertain? He it's had no fault. idea. He invited you. He invited me. So fault. I said, <clears throat> he goes, can you sing? I said, can I sing? <laughs> of course, I can't really sing. So I went, <clears throat> I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle. Here is my spout. I think. Oh, shoot. I'm a sugar bowl. We're <laughs> <laughs> cracking up and he's going, what is she doing? I've labored for hours to write these songs and I practice my chords. And she says something stupid like that and everybody... More of the show is coming up right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now back to the show. Going. <laughs> Get her off the stage. And that began a romantic relationship that has lasted for how many years? You 36. just had an anniversary. I know. Congratulations. Thank you. There you go. So, yes. yes, I don't think it could have gotten off to a worse start. <laughs> and yet, successful oh. relationship. So that probably gave you the experience to open up for, didn't you open up for talk shows or game shows? Didn't you have oh. a job doing that? Boy, you're going really deep. She's getting it all. It's what they call deep cuts in the music business. <laughs> I was, we're in the voiceover business. Well, I, I was a warm up. They call it a warm up when you warm up for shows. <clears throat> How'd you get that? <laughs> That's another one of those I kind of wheeled my way in. I, somebody asked me if I could do it, and I said, yeah. And I really couldn't. Well, you could, because you did. So I did, you were because... You were telling the <laughs> truth. You just... I, I did. Hadn't done it yet. True. Sometimes you just... It, not that you're lying. You just say... You have to be a little bold and say, sure, I can or do it. Or not be afraid of failing. Let's say yes. that. Well, I figure... I Give been, it a try. I've been doing things on stage and emceeing events, and I can do stuff like that. So you that. had done that. But but the thing about a warm up, and that's what they call it when a warm up is someone before a taping of a sitcom or a t television show. So like, they, what was your first thing you warmed up? <clears throat> you have to come out and you talk to the audience, and you have to keep their energy going, and you have to make them laugh, and you have to interact with them, and you have to really keep because there's like a million takes in sitcoms. 
they stop and do it again and do it again. And so the audience is going, oh, they're going to do it Why again. Why didn't we think this would be fun? Yeah, so the warm-up <laughs> has a lot of responsibility to come out and keep the energy up. And I ended up getting a bag of Snickers candy bars. <laughs> and I'd be whew, throwing candy, but people... Oh, like, that'll keep them excited. Well, yeah. it, it was just... So a, what was your first show you did warm-up for? Uh, do you remember? Oh, gosh. Was I, it that long ago? Oh, well, I you know... The thing about warming up is, I got to say, uh, you got to know your boundaries when you do that, because you can actually get in a lot of trouble. Like, um, <laughs> I just want, I wonder what, why you would bring would, this up. You invite people to come up and do things. Oh. And uh, one time I invited somebody up, you know, that was in the audience. And I said, you know, I was having fun. And I invited him to come up and he kept going. Like this, and I thought, I thought, oh, he's being funny. He could come up here, and and I go, hey, can anybody sing the theme song to the show? I think it was Tracy Allman. Do you remember? The, you were okay. warming. Don't talk about that. Okay, and well, so that this is so interesting because Kimmy uh, had a Tracy Allman experience too. Okay, so so listen, this is bad. This is a bad thing. Okay, so I had this guy. I kept pressuring him to come up and come on, sing this, sing the theme song, and he came up. And he was not happy. And turns out he was with somebody he should have been with. Oh. Hmm. And the camera went. And, and they saw the person he was with, which was not a person he was supposed to be with. Ooh, he got oh he got very mad. He goes, I did not want to go up there and do this because most people were dying to come up and do stuff. You know, they want to come up and sing, tap dance, you know, they want but to be on camera. But the camera doesn't show the audience warm up on that show they did because well, normally I, it apparently doesn't... they they did it sometimes they film a little bit of what's going on and oh and they got and he goes it was no happy i thought i don't think this is my job for me anymore is that what made you leave yeah it was one of bad a, and plus there's so much pressure if if the show's not funny they blame the warm-up. They'll say, what's wrong with the warm-up? The audience is not laughing at anything. It's not that the show isn't funny. <laughs> they go, it's the warm-up. They're not keeping the audience up and laughing. And it's like, it became pressure to have to do that. Mm -hmm. And not take, you're carrying a whole responsibility of the show's kind of stinky and you, it's your fault. Wow. So anyways. So let mm -hmm. me ask you a question. Now that you've been in the business for quite a while... I'm just curious, and in life, yes. All right, is there anything that you used to do that you don't do anymore, and vice versa? Is there anything you never did that you do now that you've? To enjoy the full episode, please support us at Patreon.com/TellYouLater. Thanks a lot. All right, and if you want to learn some more fabulous uh, holiday crafts, join us next time, and we will. Tell you later. Tell You Later is a Patreon-driven entertainment show. So what are you waiting for? Come on over. Join us at patreon.com front slash tell you later. Langwood Fiddle.
everybody. Hi, Patreon family. Guess what today is? Today is Scrubulator Drawing Day. And Crew of One isn't here today to film me. But that's okay, because we can do this by ourselves. Here is our popcorn bucket with all the names of the patrons. We decided a long time ago that it doesn't matter what level you're at. We appreciate all of you for supporting the show. But we did decide that once you've won, you have to put a cap on it for a year. Because everybody deserves a scrubulator. Wait a minute. I actually do make them myself. And I have these. this week's selection are blue. They're blue and white. And each one is unique. So I don't know which one I'll pick. But let's pick a name first. And they all come with this snazzy little tag that I sew in myself. Can you read that? What does it say? Tell you later show official scrub you later. Handmade by me, Katie Lee. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to pick a name. I'm not going to look. They all feel the same to me. Uh, let's see who it is. It is Barb Maritsky. You get a scrub you later. Okay, enjoy. You can scrub your feet. You can scrub your dishes. You can scrub your face. You can scrub anything you want. All right, I'll get that off to you. But wait, which one? Let's see. I'm going to put those in the bucket, too. They are in the bucket. I'll mix them up, mix them up, mix them up. And, ooh, okay, you get the two-colored three-ply scrub you later. All right, see you next month.